How would you like to do church like Jesus did? Over the past few years, we've learned that church can happen in a very meaningful way outside of a church building. In fact, we're getting raving reviews from our house churches, which are now over a hundred. Though I thank God for churches in buildings and on campuses, God is leading more and more people these days to gather for church in their homes. Not only is it easier for many people to attend a house church, but a house church can offer a level of community that campuses can't. Well, I'm excited to announce that every Thursday in December and January, I plan to host a house church interest meeting on Zoom at 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. If you're not attending a church right now and are interested, or if you know of anyone who's interested, then all they have to do is email us at hcinfo at solidlives.com or click the link in the description of this video. Okay, now let me welcome you to the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, where we read and talk through a chapter of the New Testament every day. I'm glad you're here because reading God's Word daily will change your life. I'd appreciate it if you'd help others find this resource by sharing the link, and if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay, now let's pray, and we'll jump into God's Word. Father, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you that it's inspired. I pray that each person watching or listening today will hear what you have to say to them through your Word, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here we go. Luke chapter 24, the last chapter in this amazing gospel. And here's what it says. Now on the first day of the week, oh, this is good news because in the last chapter, Jesus gave his life for us on the cross and being brutally humiliated, shamed, tortured, etc. But now here comes the light. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. See, they're surprised at this. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men, now it says men, but we're going to find out they're angels that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Isn't that a great question? You're looking for the living. Jesus is alive. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven. Now, why is it eleven? Because Judas betrayed him. And then he, at some point here, went and hanged himself and died. It says, they told these to the eleven and to all the rest. In other words, there were many more disciples than just the eleven. And to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. 
But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. Now behold, two of them, I love this story, now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem, and they talked together of all the things which had happened. So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near. Now, of course, this is resurrected Jesus, and they're not going to recognize him at first that Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then one, uh, then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? So notice Jesus is in his resurrected form. And yet they did not realize it was him. So there wasn't some yellow frisbee over his head or some kind of a strange glow that, you know, made them realize this guy's not a normal human being. He's glowing or something. No, in this situation, that wasn't the case. They were just treating him like he was a stranger. Verse 19. And he said to them, what things? So they said, are you the only stranger? Uh, in Jerusalem, and have you not known the things which happened there in these days? So he's talking about the crucifixion, the uprising, and all that. And then uh, maybe even the the rumor that he had been raised from the dead, or his body was stolen, and all those things that were happening. And so they said, are you the only stranger? You haven't heard about these things? And Jesus answered, what things? So they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. So notice, they didn't believe, these two uh, disciples on the road to Emmaus, they didn't believe he was raised from the dead yet. They said, but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find the body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels. See, there are the angels, called them men earlier. That they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But him they did not find. Talking about Jesus. Jesus they did not find. Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe. See, even the women coming and giving the testimony that they had had the vision of the angels, and the angels said that Jesus was alive. Well, these disciples didn't all believe it. And so Jesus is now rebuking them, though they don't know it's Jesus. And he said, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses? Oh, listen to this. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Of course, he didn't say me. He wasn't talking about himself like that, but he was talking about the Christ. He was talking about Jesus of Nazareth, sort of in the third person. But beginning at Moses, well, where does Moses begin? Genesis. <laughs> 
Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. So beginning at Moses, he began to show them and expound, show them that it, the whole, what we would call the Old Testament, it was the only Bible they had at this time, prophesied about Jesus, including his death and suffering. So it goes on to say, then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with him, or excuse me, with them, that he took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. So they knew that it was Jesus when he broke the bread and they vanished. He vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? Oh, there's a difference between reading the scriptures and opening the scriptures. It's like a portal from heaven is opened up so that you actually understand what the scriptures are saying. Verse 33. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 and those who were with them. So notice these two were not part of the 11 and found the 11 and those who were with them gathered together saying, the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said, peace to you. But they were terrified, terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me, handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. So notice Jesus is standing there. He has flesh and bones and he's saying, handle me, go ahead, touch me. Okay, verse 40. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate in their presence. Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Oh, Lord, do that for us. Open our understanding. Open my understanding that I may compre comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. This is talking about the Holy Spirit. He's saying, uh, I've been crucified. I've been raised from the dead. You could go out and preach the gospel and people could get saved. However, you need to wait. Terry means wait. Wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. What is this? This is called the baptism or the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. You remember it says that in Luke 4.1. 
He wants them to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that they can not just go out preaching a story, but they can go out preaching and healing and delivering with power as a testimony to the validity of this story of Jesus dying for our sins and being raised from the dead. So he said, tarry in Jerusalem, wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and a and carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. What a what an exit, huh? Uh, he was taken up. One gospel says a cloud carried him up. And the angel said, this same way that you saw him go is the same way he's going to come. And so... Bless the Lord. Thank God for the word of God. Thank God for the gospel of Luke. And thank God that Jesus is risen from the dead. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow for another chapter in the New Testament. Thank you for joining us for the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman. And thank you to those of you who have partnered with Solid Lives to help get this daily podcast and other resources like it to thousands of people around the world. If you would like to partner with Solid Lives, visit solidlives.com slash give. To find out more about the ministry of Solid Lives, how you can be a part of this church planting and disciple making movement, or for more great teachings and resources by Jerry, visit solidlives.com. We also want to invite you to check out Jerry's other podcast called The Jerry Dearman Podcast. Here, Jerry shares with us at least weekly from God's Word, challenging us and equipping us to fulfill the amazing plan that God has for our lives. You can find links to this podcast as well as Jerry's YouTube channel online at solidlives.com. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll see you right here tomorrow as we jump into the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman.